0: Hey everybody, my name is Daniel Ramsey. I'm here from my This is Scale the Show, where we interview entrepreneurs who are actually in the battle, in the fight, doing good work, making their companies grow and scale. And today's topic I'm really excited about, is how to build a virtual mastermind. I've got my good friend, Rock Thomas here. Rock, thanks for joining today.
1: Yeah, you know what? Hanging out and pitching and catching with you, Daniel, is always fun. I love it,
0: man. Hey, we've got a massive, massive amount of value. And I'll just give you a quick backstory. Rock and I were talking, and, I, and we we're like, what should we work on? What should we work on? And, Rock, I met you through another mastermind, one that you're not involved in now. And then you've built another multi million dollar mastermind. And here's what I love, people. Rock's mastermind has focused on building millionaires. So, building millionaires. How many millionaires have you built, Rock? Uh, 61 in the last four and a half years. Well, I love that. And you've done a lot of development. So let's talk through the kind of development you've done and the kind of opportunities that have come around because you're a part of a mastermind or been involved or started or launched. Let's talk through a little bit of why a mastermind matters.
1: I've done a bunch of stuff because we both wanted to be around people that wanted to be the best version of themselves while having a blast. Right, right. We didn't want to wait till we're 65 to go traveling around the world when we can't do physically the things we could do today. So the important thing about a mastermind, it really comes from Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich is the collective union. Think of one log on a fire versus 12 logs on a fire. One is burning maybe well, maybe not so well, 12, it's a roaring bonfire. You share in the energy, the collective energy increases. And so when you put people together, I can learn something from you about about family or about um, scaling a business. And I could share with you and teach you something about hiring or training, whatever the case may be. And all of this is done in a sense of harmony and it's unfiltered. It's not, you're not paying me and I'm not paying you. Hire a coach is great, it's awesome. But you know what? They sometimes are gonna draw a line on telling you what you need to hear because they might get fired.
0: Right. Well, and I know from my own experience, when I'm in a group of other CEOs or other entrepreneurs or leaders, what happens is I'm getting advice, not from somebody who hasn't done it or hasn't been there, but I'm getting advice from other entrepreneurs who also have large teams or also have complex businesses or also are um, challenged and maybe even alone. I think too many times we're talking about the growth aspect, but we're not talking about the fraternity aspect. And what I love about your mastermind is it's like you have a brother in arms. So talk a little bit about that phenomenon for a mastermind. Yeah,
1: well, I'll tell you what I've learned over time, Daniel, is that we all respond to motivation in different ways. Mm-hmm. You and I, like, if I if you and I are going to go play ultimate frisbee, which we have, and yeah. we're opponents, I know your style. But if we're on the same team, I might walk up to you and I say, "Listen." I bet you, you can't beat John on the other side. Yeah. 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 And I know that's going to light a fire under your ass. Sure. But that's you. Another guy, I might say to him, Hey, listen, do your best to outrun this guy. And I'm going to try to hit you perfectly that he'll respond to that. So we learned that people respond either from being supported, encouraged or challenged. And as a leader of a small company, you really need to know how to gauge that with your people. Because yep. if you challenge the, the, the high S, the high C all the time, they're gonna get crushed and they're gonna quit.
0: Right, I love that. Okay, let's, why is a, a mastermind, why would that help you generate revenue and grow your business? I'm, I'm just kind of curious for the business perspective. If, for instance, somebody in Florida, we have a Florida person, says, you know what, I'm going to create a local mastermind where I'm going to put all of my people together and we're going to help each other grow and we're going to create an ecosystem of other businesses in, the, in my area, what would that do for that person's business? Like, What is your perspective in, in terms of growing that local mastermind?
1: Well, there's a lot of things. Number one is it's going to force you to develop your leadership skills. And leadership skills today with everything going on with the pandemic and all of that is that a is it's a scarce commodity. Yeah. So organizing people, pulling them together, learning how to inspire and motivate and, and create a collective union of those minds will require you to become a better leader. Number two is a word that begins with an A that a lot of people don't like. Yeah. But that when you harness its power. It changes the way you perform as a human and it's called accountability Mm. and there's forms of it. So you can be accountable by hiring a coach. You can, you know, some, I laugh when people go, yeah, well, I'm accountable to myself. No, you're not accountable to yourself. Yeah, you have standards, but the way that you create the greatest accountability, surround yourself by other people that you respect, Mm. share with them your outcomes and goals and then meet them again in a week and explain your results. Again, if you and I talk about building business and you say, rock, I'm going to add, you know, 10 new um, VAs out in Philippines in the next month or next week, and we're going to get together, you know, because I resonate around high values and standards. I'm going to say, Daniel, how's that going? Yeah. You know, that if you come up with a story, I was tired. I didn't feel like it. I'm like, dude, why are we hanging out together? Like, why are we setting goals and wasting our breath if you're not going to follow through?
0: Got it. Got it. Well, today's topic is how to launch a virtual mastermind. And so, you know, Rock, you are the man with this stuff. So I really appreciate you being here. We've got a couple free gifts. I want to I want you to explain. First of all, we're going to give away the 10 steps to building your own virtual mastermind, but you also have an offer for folks at the end of this because it's really important that you're part of a mastermind before you build a mastermind. So let's talk a little bit about that free offer. And then we'll launch into the 10 steps of building a virtual mastermind.
1: You know, it goes back to uh, the shoemaker, the butcher and, and all those things. How did, how did, how did you become a shoemaker? Well, you sat there and watched your dad fix shoes forever and right. you ran around, you got into the laces and did different things. You became the apprentice and then you're like, dad, could I put the needle through the thing? And he's like, not yet, son. And then eventually he lets you do it once. And then he's like, no, no, not like that, like this. So we call it the, 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 the me, we, they. So yep. first you watch that person. Then you're watched under surveillance with feedback until you can do it at a high level of mastery. Yep. So if you want to start a mastermind, if you're the type of person that sees the value in it, then it just makes sense. You should be part of a mastermind and experience it from the inside out. Everything I did, like I'm a trainer for Tony Robbins, what did I do? I took his courses, I went back and volunteered at his events, saw the inner workings from the from behind the curtain, and then he hired me as a trainer. So right. it's it's not like rocket science, what I'm saying, but it is the steps. A lot of times people wanna go, just give me the recipe. Just because you ate from the buffet doesn't mean you can cook the meal.
0: I love it. Okay, Let's start with what is the first step in launching a mastermind? a virtual mastermind.
1: You've got to decide what what problem you're solving in my opinion, right? It's like what's the purpose of it? So, for instance, with right. Go Abundance when I started that, we came up with this slogan called "A tribe of healthy, wealthy, generous men that chose choose to lead epic lives and don't apologize for being awesome. Right. So The meaning behind that is we wanted to get together, have high money conversations while we were out doing cool things like kayaking in Norway, et cetera, et cetera. So when we went out there, we didn't just go climb a mountain and talk about COVID or, or politics. We had questions we asked each other about what's your net worth, you know, what's the next business you're going to build? Who are the six people are going to carry your, your casket and forcing quality conversation. Right. So, The mastermind I have, M1, the reason I started it is I was tired of watching people get stuck in a job they hated. So the first thing is, what's the common knowledge that you want to seek and share in your group? And for us, it was how to become financially free through passive income vehicles.
0: Okay, step one, find a purpose. What is step two?
1: Step two is to get your core group. We were six guys, we started our core group. And then we locked ourselves up at a house for two days and we brainstormed literally in the mastermind model. What are the things we want to do experience have, what are the types of people we want to attract? And in our case, it was, you needed to be a millionaire. We wanted people that had time freedom. We wanted people that were high minded in their conversation. We also wanted people that were going to be conscious about their relationship with their families. And how could we improve that and be better fathers and come home and be better brothers? So mm. you mastermind around the values. So number one is what's the problem you want to solve? Number two is what are the values you want to have for your group? Create a core group and then that core group can go and help find other people, which is step number three.
0: I love it. One of the things, what, this is probably the most difficult piece setting a purpose, getting your core group, and then finding people to attract. So yes. talk about some of the mistakes that you, you made or some of the learnings that you've had. Because I only learn lessons unless I get hit in the heart or in the pocketbook. Those are the right. two places I get. I got, I, so what, what lessons did you learn along the
1: way of building this Gosh. mastermind? You know, there's so many, like you said, there's so many nuances to it. it's like running a business you need a website you need all kinds of stuff but i would say one of the big ones is um the desire to grow anything is diluting your message so we would sometimes accept people into the group that later on were not a fit yeah and that was the big thing so we learned to improve our onboarding and we call it disqualification so if you enter into an interview john wants to join your tribe Instead of trying to convince John to join, what we did is we tried to convince John to convince us. So we don't Uh think you'll be a good fit, John, because we're not sure that you're going to play full out. What's your superpower? How are you going to come and add value?
0: Masterminds
1: are about a give and take. You want to sit beside somebody who's going to support, encourage, or challenge you. If they're coming only to get and network and, and then to market to the group, that's not what we wanted. So we need to go through a really rigorous onboarding, and we have documents and questions we ask, and forms and all sort of stuff like that. And and we teach that when we teach how to build your mastermind.
0: Well, I think there's also a piece like a mastermind isn't like a B&I. It's not a referral exchange. It's not a grow your revenue. You're you're actually there, and somehow there's a community piece to it. So, what is that one of the steps? I'm just kind of curious yes. if building the community. Let's talk about how you do that upfront. Cause I think that's probably the reason most masterminds fail versus be successful. And you've been part of several that have been successful.
1: So yep. it, what, we, what we did is we just created a bunch of sayings, maxims that define and become the guardrails of success. So for okay. instance, one is an uh, M1 is what we call aggressive inclusionment. Anytime you're in a conversation Yes. and Somebody else walks by. It is on your duty to include them into the conversation. So nobody ever feels left out. So that's one of our maxims. And that defines the culture, which creates the behavior.
0: I got you. I got you. And do you define that up front? Is that or is that something that you take a group of 20 or 50, and then try to pull it out of the group? I'm kind of curious, you know, the process there.
1: Great question. So I've been in personal development for 30 years. I've been part of Tony Robbins mastermind group. So I ripped off and duplicated some of his stuff. Yeah. Um, I took from T Harv Eker, which I was a trainer for him for several years and he ran events and masterminds. So the whole, the whole yoga and meditation thing that we do at go abundance that came from my experience with T Harv Eker. Right. And I said, high hard charging individuals need to dial things down this is a hard thing for them to do. So we're going to put that placeholder in place that I got from there with Tony Robbins. You know, I grabbed some of the cultural sayings and some of the energy pieces and the, and the music, et cetera. So I really just took from the different experiences I had, and then I added some of my own flavors and as I developed as an individual and, and then we have a process called CSI creative suggestions for improvement. So after every event, we sit down as a team and we go what worked what didn't work and how do we do it better take feedback from the group we ask them you know what do you like what don't you like and then you refine and that's how you create your group
0: i love it okay let's talk about uh, step number four which is your enrollment plan um talk about how you enroll somebody into this culture because you do need a secret handshake and maybe a hat and maybe a different coat right
1: we've had we've tried a few of those things and some people get weirded out gets a little bit hokey and stuff like that yeah so it just depends on your group but yeah we have we have that kind of onboarding process and i think that a bit like a fraternity in um you know in college there's a bit of an initiation thing there's a little bit of like hey here's what you need to get on it really depends on what you want to do for us it's really the you know meeting two or three members and having the members go you know what yeah, I spoke with Daniel, we had a conversation. Uh, I like the reasons he wants to join the group. I think that he brings some value and you get two or three people in your group to, to sign off on the individual. And I gotcha. you have, we have several people that do what we call the discovery call. And yes. it can last for 45 minutes to an hour. It's in depth. Mm. But what I love about it, the, the, the enrollment
0: process and picking yeah, your purpose it give it's like a fr- it's like a glue or a lubricant to conversation and connection like you yeah. you and i can walk into a room yeah. with any m1 person or gobundens yeah. person or any mastermind that we've you and i have both been a part of and within like 5 minutes i get their entire life story right. quickly and succinctly and then i can share mine in 5 minutes and now i feel closer and more connected to a large group of people. And I think that's an important piece of of building a mastermind.
1: And that you can set as a culture. So you can just set as a culture in the code of conduct that we go deep quick. Yeah. And that's how we go and expect to get some tough questions right up front, like, you know, Daniel, what are you passionate about? What's the thing that keeps you up at night? What's the one decision you haven't made that you know you need to make that will Mm. change your life?
0: One, one question that I have, you, you you mentioned not doing advertising, like, and not, and, and initially. not going initially. Yeah. But yeah. Go, staying small. So how do I form, like, how do I get people on board? Cause I think a lot of people, like they miss that step of like creating something of value that somebody would want to be a part of.
1: Yeah. Or if you don't have the confidence, like, uh, you're not yet there yet. And you're like, well, what value, what problem can I solve? I'm just want to hang out with a few people. There's a myriad of things. And so I have this, you know, a lifetime membership for M1. It's a one year curriculum and then a lifetime. And we have people that have been in and they redo the curriculum because the 10 habits of a millionaire that got me to become a millionaire also got me to become an eight figure net worth individual and is marching me toward nine figures, right? Because right. the fundamentals don't change. Right. So everything that you're going to learn, you're going to start where you are and you're going to build from there. So where whoever is, I mean, a lot of your listeners are are real estate people and entrepreneurs. Yeah. And so again, think about, what collective conversation you want to be part of?
0: I, uh, there's one reason that we wanted to do this. And I, I actually pursued Rock. We started talking and I'm like, Rock, I, I want you to share how to build a virtual mastermind. And and the reason is because most businesses in the U.S., 96% of them, 96%, let that number sink in, are under a million dollars in revenue. So what I knew needed to happen is we as a, as a company, we needed to add value to people and give them Some digital marketing like frameworks to follow today what's important is how do I still network and build business and that the idea of a virtual mastermind that was like okay we we need to have that topic on we need to bring an expert have them explain the steps and then go through that process the next step is picking a virtual platform and I think this is probably the most important one as you scale and grow because you know, where you actually meet your people and what your format is, it'll all be dependent on that platform. So talk to us about that, Rock. What do you
1: think? Such a great question. Such a great question. Because you can blow it right here. You can lose people's attention. You can, you can have, there's nothing worse than getting on another zoom call and not having value. Yes. So we've mastered this part. When you come on to our platforms and formats and it's taken us years to figure this out. Okay. It's exciting. It's engaging. There are breakout rooms, but there's a format to it. We've really taken the seminar to the mastermind. So we have music playing. We have energy. We have, we have pattern interrupts. We have downloadable documents. We have prizes and giveaways and chat, Mm. put into the chat box, answers to questions, qualify for Win a t-shirt it's, it's a fun, energetic experience. But honestly, Daniel, it took me years to figure it out and COVID accelerated it. But because we'd been doing it for years, we were able to, I think, continue to be ahead of the curve. What would you suggest
0: a cadence for somebody who's launching a Mashmind that's new? What, yeah. What's the, what's the right meeting schedule?
1: Great question. So what we do is we have another internal platform where you post up what your cadence preference is into a platform and you fill out a little questionnaire. I'm in Europe. I would prefer this time. I'm in New Zealand. I would prefer that time. I'm in California and my preference topic are to be surrounded by people that are into e-commerce. So there's categories they, they drop down from and then they collectively get pooled together and then you make your team or your match based on some criteria that are important to everybody. Instead, what we used to do is we'd be like, hey, go in that group there. You know, yeah, but they meet at, they all wanna meet at seven o'clock PM. I'm in Germany, that's two o'clock in the morning for me. Yeah. And if they're not a high D or assertive, they might just fall away. Sure. So we learned how to change that. So we have a specific platform to do that. And Now, step number seven is build a
0: plan for engagement. But I think we've covered that, haven't we?
1: Yeah, I mean, we have. It comes in with the culture. Uh, we have what we call um, state inducers or... Um, uh individuals that are ambassadors so they're what we call the seven on the the uh anagram if you've ever done that or they're high eyes on the disc model they're people yep. that you know when they see you they're like hey daniel what's up they're like they're like mark schwag right yeah 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 they're people like that that are going to pull people in they're going to hey daniel i haven't seen you on our weekly call for you know we have a global weekly call uh for two or three weeks what's up bro everything okay Yep. So you need little hot spots within your community because when people are not doing well, what do they do? Especially men, they isolate, right? They pull back. They, um, they try to repair things, but think about it. What does a human want? What does the little boy and girl in us want when we're not doing well? It's like, Hey, encouragement. man, you're here. It's going to be okay. We want encouragement. Yeah. Yeah. But as men, we do the exact opposite. I'm he's beating himself up already enough. I'm not going to bother him. Right. So Tony changed the culture where they came up with different handshakes and shoulder pumps and they had to get close physically and they had to go like, Hey, Draymond, remember when you, you know, you went through this before, come on, man, you got this. We're going to bounce back out of this faster. So yep. The engagement is about noticing where people are and encouraging people to be vulnerable enough to, To do two things is to ask for help and then to get back into what we call get in the room. Just get in the room, stay in the program.
0: Like what are some of the considerations when you're building a mastermind as a business owner?
1: I think that you can start it honestly at any time. And you can even start it by finding one other person to start with. Got it. It really is about, again, if we go back to the list, Daniel, is what's the purpose of the mastermind? Sure. And as humans, we all want to connect, belong and matter. But most of us have little place where we can contribute back to other people. Yeah. So if you're a realtor building a business, you're on your own and you're really good at what you do. You're really good at working with buyers. You really work good at building teams or what have you where, you know, you don't have a lot of outlets to share that. Right. Maybe you're flipping properties on the side or doing Airbnbs on the side, start a mastermind group around that. Yeah. Build your wealth that way. Real estate shouldn't be your one vehicle for earning. It's great for what we call vertical income. Yep. But you should, you're in the field, you're seeing deals. You should flip properties. You should be buying properties and holding. You should be learning about syndication. So, whatever you're passionate about, I would encourage you to get involved in that.
0: Number eight is build accountability. Let's talk about how do you build accountability in a mastermind.
1: We have a thing called over communicate and you are responsible for your whereabouts. Any leader is seen, right? Yes. You don't go like, where's Tom Brady? Tom mm. Brady's on the side of the bench. He's playing, he's active, he's talking to people. He gets on the field. You know where he is, Yes. right? If he's injured, you know where he is. Your job in accountability is to set some of the rules that help people become accountability, accountable because we do not live in a culture where people are accountable. We live in a culture called the blame game, especially with the politics we have today.
0: This is a really important question. Who should lead a mastermind and what's the kind of culture you need to have in order to do what you're doing?
1: Well, I think leadership is about doing what you say you're going to do. And if you're not the type of person and you come up again with excuses and you're unreliable and you have trouble organizing things, then you're probably not the person to lead a mastermind. You might make a good co-pilot, right? There are people that are good co-pilots in life. Yeah. Uh, There are people that are good caddies in life. Not everybody's going to take the pressure of the golfer. So I think you need to be the type of person that is going to lead. Here at my out we have
0: 1200 people and about 900 clients. So, you know, we've got 2000 humans, to manage. It's like herding cats sometimes. And I like to say people are messy. I bless them. I love them, but stuff happens. So how do you handle, um, you know, when there isn't, when there, when everything isn't going perfectly and there's a conflict.
1: So habit number nine is called reframing and it's a skill and we teach people how to reframe things. So humans give meanings to things. Somebody arrives late, you're upset. Uh, you found out that they really just booked a different time. Uh, you have conflicts within the tribe. You've got to understand the meaning that people give to it. So when you understand the habit number nine, you'll have the tool to be a bit more of a better of a life coach in that situation. Yeah. Seek to understand both sides and then mitigate.
0: What's next for you? You've created 60 plus millionaires. You've got 350 you know, members, active members in your mastermind. I hear Germany, Australia, I know you've got tons of people in the US and Canada, but you're around the world now. What, what's next for M1? What do you believe yeah. you've learned now that you've scaled the business and really
1: helped a lot of people? Um, yeah, I mean, it's a great question, but it's, it's like anything else, you want more, you want more impact, you wanna to touch more lives. My vision is to have 100 members in every major city across the world, so that they can meet locally and they can serve each other. And what we found is that we call it the whole life millionaire Daniel. It's it's people are healthier. They have better relationships. And here's what it is like when you solve the money problem to a certain degree, you have more bandwidth to deal with the other crap in your life. Yes. You can be, you can learn how to be a better father you can you can spend time doing yoga or going to treat your bad back at the Cairo Wednesday afternoon at two o'clock you're not at your job putting it off putting it off until it becomes chronic so what we do first is we help people gain back their time by becoming financially more structured and stable yep then we start to work on the other areas of their life
0: so this is where you have to talk about your offer because I think it's insanely generous for people and I, I want you to just enunciate all the things that you're giving our audience today.
1: Sure. So, um, I came across after training with Tony and T Becker and all these top people that there were the same things that trouble people, the same things that become problems. And as a coach back in the late 2009, 10, I was speaking about a hundred times a year throughout North America, mostly to realtors mostly at real estate boards and real estate offices. And then they would hire me as a coach and I would talk about the same things over and over again. I got so actually so tired of saying it, I recorded it and then wrote a book about it. Yep. And I've been teaching that it's been the foundation for M1. So these top 10 um, habits or rules, as I call them are the foundation of the work. So they're gonna, if they choose to join me and my coaches for 90 days, We're going to teach them these 10 habits. We're going to help them understand that breaking their patterns takes a little bit of time and energy. They'll learn the mastermind system where they sit down with other people and share their goals and dreams and get supported, encouraged, or challenged. They will get my Sunday system for success, which is something I've been doing for 15 years, which helps people be more productive. It's freaking awesome They'll They'll love it and it'll change. It'll gain them about five to 10 hours a week. And um, they'll get my life planner, which is my third book, which is basically your journal, your, your agenda, and your goal setting device all in one. They'll get all that. They're gonna get a, um, my very, one of my very first products was called The Six Keys to Success. It's actually yeah. really freaking great. And yeah. it's about five hours of audio program. I used to sell it for $500. Uh, today we sell it for 70 bucks or something like that. They're gonna get that and normally it's 975 dollars for this 90-day challenge the coaching the content etc um rock we're gonna we're gonna
0: finish up with one final question man how did you get so awesome (laughs) (laughs) you know
1: um thank you Uh, we all have a little voice inside of ourselves that you know we we always want to grow and learn and do more but i think the answer is that we all have a seed inside of us for greatness and you got to decide where you're going to plant that seed in what soil. Mm. If you plant it in the wrong soil, you're screwed. And for me, the mastermind group and M one and all that is a greenhouse and it eliminates the noise, the clutter, the negative conversation, and it allows you to flourish. And so I get so excited about helping people flourish, cut, the, uh, you know, accelerate things, get better results. And I say, what I want is your success story. That's what I want, right? Whatever that is, whatever you want to create, you want to be the best mom in the world. You want to sell, you know, cupcakes from your house. God bless. Let's do it. You want to write five books. Let's do it. You want to ski, you know, in the outback and, and, and have 20 apartment buildings that make you money and go do it. Let's do it. Let's put the plan together. The principles of success, Rain on everybody. The crosswinds of adversity must be harnessed. But if you don't have a rudder in the boat, you're gonna drift off course. Let's get you on course. Let's decide where you wanna go and let's harness that power and make it happen.
0: There you go, Rock Thomas. Hey guys, thanks for being here. This is scale the show where we interview entrepreneurs who are doing awesome, badass stuff and we get the formula from them. And today we got the formula from Rock Thomas, how to build a virtual mastermind, grab his free offer, rock. Thanks for being here
1: today. Yeah, man. Thank you, Daniel. Love you, brother.